Hey gang, that doesn't sound like Spanky at all. Hello my Hanna-Barbarians, this is your Space Ghost host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his Penelope Pit Stop podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. A general announcement to those who happen to live in my neighborhood, keep your bitching to yourself. You saw what you were getting into when you moved in. In fact, I helped bring the property values down and got you that sweet deal when you bought the place. You should be thanking me. Today's story is about turning everything around, like your stomach. And no, it's not Breakwinder, that would be stupid. It's not even Breakwind. It's better than that, it's even Breakwinder. Breakwinder by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Oh my god, was that you? Sarah asked. No, it wasn't me, Chuck said, although it did sound like it came from him. He looked around the tightly packed stadium seats for the likely offender. Everyone around him was looking at him, and they weren't looking happily. Then the stench hit them all at once. Holy Jesus, someone behind him said. You do that again, I'm calling 911. It wasn't me, Chuck insisted. Then it happened again. Hey, buddy, the halftime band wants their tuba back, an old woman said. But now Chuck had located the source of everyone's misery. It it came from my jacket, he said. Yeah, right. You need to burn that thing, then. Smells like it'll go up real fast. Sarah stood up. You are so disgusting. No, look, Chuck said, pulling his jacket off. He held it up for everyone to see. It did it again. Ah! A lady screamed. How the hell did it do that? Did it just open up for a minute in the back? Then everyone around him started flapping their arms. The arm flapping went around the stadium like a new take on the wave. What the hell is that thing? Sarah asked. I got it at that yard sale, remember? Chuck said. It was brand new and the guy was selling it for a buck. Now you know why. Throw it away! At this point, no one was looking at the game, which was a shame because although the Santa Feros were down 64-3, to they were playing their hearts out. Even their mascot, Plucky the Pyramid, was standing on his head. The way his legs were kicking, he seemed to have driven his point right into the ground. Or maybe it was just that the smell had finally wafted his way. Chuck said, The old man who sold it to me, I thought he was joking. He said he'd burned a caterpillar nest last summer, and in revenge, his jacket had fallen under the curse of an ancient gypsy moth and would be forced to reveal its true nature. And his true nature is to fart all over everybody? Sarah asked. Well, it is a windbreaker, the guy behind Chuck said. What was that gypsy moth drinking, like a five-gallon jug of cabbage soda? Well, I got a lighter, the old lady said. We're gonna light this bitch up right now. Yeah, 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 do it! Wait, wait, Chuck said. I've got a better idea. He quickly ran down toward the home team's bench. That was a better idea, someone said. No, wait, he's talking to the coach. Soon Santa Fe's less-than-exciting running back, Conventional Jones, was zooming down the field with the windbreaker tied around his neck like a cape. Not only did he run faster trying to escape the stench, but no one wanted to get close enough to tackle him. The Santa Feros won the game 513-64. to By the end of it, the runner had earned the new nickname somewhat less than Conventional Jones and had to be carried off the field on a stretcher. And although his legs had burst open, he was screaming with a smile on his face. His place in the record books had been assured. The survivors held Chuck's windbreaker high above their heads in triumph, or maybe it was just to keep the thing above nostril level. The crowd carried Chuck out on their shoulders, and Plucky even fell over onto one of his flat sides. That evening, somewhere beneath a full moon, a gypsy moth put down the world's smallest violin to shake her fist at the mocking heavens. 
If this passed your mustard gas, you can inhale it and other scratchy sniffs right here at the site of the Not Quite Right, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Scribble your ravings in the comments for this post or cavit email me and we'll make holes in teeth at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or touch your toes for a full-on body search at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. So what it is, really, is the SF and SF signal stands for something funky, which alludes to my odor when I post there and at all other times the type of dance that John and the gang get down and proceed to do. Although I'm picturing him in his white suit beneath the disco ball, that would make it SF. SF signal, which would be too long to fit on the internet. SFSignal.com. Tell your local sewer worker under the street to come up for a breath of fresh air and enjoy this podcast. Yes, she may run back down to get some relief, but maybe that'll be enough time to infect her. Well, can you just try, goddammit? Cheat on your tweets with me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. I'll expect to be put up in my own little place in the city, so I'll have a comfy pad from which to constantly hang up on your spouse. Convert your money clips to money unclips and let things fall where they may, as long as it's all over my pulsating donate button. I'll even take your silk purses, but only after you've converted them back to sow's ears because I've got a whole farm full of earless pigs over here and they are pissed. I'll try to calm them down but hurry up please because you can't tell these pigs anything. Well you can but they're all like what? What? This podcast squats painfully over a tux medicated cooling creative commons attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 on ported license. This will have been your alcoholic Matthew Sanborn Smith saying if we could master the concept of responsibility we wouldn't be drinking in the first place. Good night. <laughs>